that everybody is doing good and I hope that everybody is blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Put that first tweet up there for me, guys. Let's hop right into it. Biden with the military. Yeah, do a side-by-side. That's perfect. There we go. Now, I scratched out the word because John said a bad word here, but I love John Cordillo, but he said, we are so bleeped. Go right into the pictures. There you go. Terminated China's owl fighter jet pilots are now better than humans and can shoot them down in dogfights. Put the next one up, but here's what our military is doing. Exclusive Nellis Air Force Base hosts first. Now, remember what just happened here. We now have the Chinese Air Force now has unpiloted planes that are basically drone fighter jets that are defeating human beings in combat. But what we have in the United States military under Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden is just a few days short of his 100th day. And in just that amount of time, he's completely destroyed the border, completely destroyed the military, completely destroyed our immigration system, completely destroyed our economy, sunk us somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to $6 trillion more in debt. But anyway, here's where our military's at. Nellis Air Force Base, in response to the Chinese Air Force, of which we're also losing war games over Taiwan. But again, that's no big deal, I guess. Nellis Air Force Base hosts first ever drag queen show. That's what our military is all about. Essential to morale readiness. That's what our military is all about. You're like, Tom, don't badmouth the military. Bull freaking crap. I will badmouth the military. Absolutely. Why? Because the military leadership in this country is a colossal Armageddon. We are in big trouble. We're lucky. I just, I blurred, I I just scratched out what John Cordillo said, but we are so bleeped according to him because that's what we're all about right now. Our drag queen shows on Air Force bases. I don't think the Chinese are on and about doing those things. This is a high-go news uh, video. Surrender, I titled it Surrendering. Listen for it when it comes because this is Senator Tom Cotton speaking to the head of the United States Navy, the Secretary of the Navy. He's speaking to him right now. And he, at one point he says, surrendering to an Iranian fishing boat. Listen for it. Play it for me. As a different perspective. And, uh, and, it's and you're saying, yes, I agree. There's a lot of information like that on social media and in our culture. And you're saying, as the senior leader of the Navy, that you want 18-year-old sailors and 22-year-old ensigns to read a book that asserts that capitalism is essentially racist. Do you, do you agree that capitalism is essentially racist? Sure, I'm... I'm- with all due respect, I'm not going to engage without understanding the context of, of statements like that. But these are the so, same statements. Admiral, Admiral this is, I'm sorry, my, our, our time is very limited here. Um, I, I know you said this in the House Armed Services Committee last week. In what context could the claim that capitalism is essentially racist possibly be something with which you would agree? So I have to go back to the book to take a look at that. But, but again, this comes down to trusting sailors who are running nuclear power plants on submarines at, uh, I, sir, I, I believe that we can trust them to, to read books like that and to draw reasonable conclusions. Well, it's not, it's not just a matter of trusting them. It's a matter of how they spend their time. And you, as the chief of naval operations, are suggesting in your professional reading list that it's a worthwhile endeavor for our sailors and ensigns to, re- to spend their time reading books like these as opposed to, say, books on maritime strategy. I mean, the Navy has had genuine cultural problems now for many years, whether it's the McCain and the Fitzgerald having collisions in the Western Pacific, the Bonhomme Richard catching fire 
in port, the Fat Leonard scandal, a Navy SEAL team being recalled from Iraq because of a breakdown in basic military order, a patrol boat in the Persian Gulf ascent, surrendering to what is little more than Iranian fishing boat. The Navy has had some genuine cultural problems and drift and lack of focus that it needs to address. Assigning books like these and encouraging your sailors to take the time to do so is not a way for the Navy to regain its focus, Admiral. All right, back to me. So there you go. Now, just to sum up, he talks to Senator Tom Cotton, talking there to the Secretary of the Navy. You've had boat, ships running into one another and all those the SEAL, te a SEAL team having to be brought back to the United States for behavior that was unbecoming the Navy, things like that. So all kinds of problems going on in the Navy, including, uh, I don't know if how many of you remember this, but basically a naval vessel surrendering to an Iranian fishing boat. We had our, our, our sailors sitting on the deck of an Iranian fishing boat like this, remember, with their arms behind their back, you know, arms behind their heads, remember? And, but you know our, what our response to all that is? Let's teach CRT, critical race theory. That's what, the, that's what that's all about, is critical race theory. This is where our military is at right now, surrendering to Iranian fishing boats, but making sure that our sailors are getting indoctrinated with critical race theory. That's where our military's at. All right, next one. This is Con Congressman Matt Gates's video. Play it for me. Do you have a definition of what extremism is and what that behavior is? Again, we're focused on, on behavior. Well, you had a stand down and you had to pause over the entire military for an entire day to do training, to talk about this, and you don't have a definition yet of what the purpose was and what extremism is? The, the purpose was to, uh, to, to help, uh, to have a discussion uh, with, our, with our troops and our leaders on the issue of extremism. Why was Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer relieved of his command? Typically, uh, those decisions are made based upon either having confidence or a lack of confidence. Lieutenant Colonel Lohmeyer was not relieved of his command for his actions. He was not relieved of his command because of poor performance regarding his duties. He was relieved of his command precisely because of his thoughts and because of his critique of critical race theory. How should the Department of Defense think about critical race theory? We do not teach critical race theory. We don't, we don't embrace uh, critical race theory. And I think, I think that's a spurious uh, uh, conversation. Mr. Secretary, I found that very interesting, your exchange with Mr. Gates on no teachings of critical race theory in the United States military. I want to quote to you a letter I received from the superintendent of West Point. It says, with regards to critical race theory, there is one course that has this theory as part of the syllabus. We do not teach critical race theory. Uh, there are two lessons on critical race theory. We do not teach critical race theory. Uh, there is a book on critical race theory titled Critical Race Theory and Introduction. We do not teach critical race theory. <laughs> on and on and on about the teaching of critical race theory in West Point. I just want to emphasize something. This isn't something that we're raising. This, is, this came to me from cadets, from families, from soldiers with their alarm and their concern at how divisive this type of teaching is. Yeah, man, bring it back to me. There we go. So there you have it. That's Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin.
And critical race theory, CRT, is being taught. Remember what happened was Trump cut it all out, cut all the fundings. By the way, it's millions of dollars that are going in to bring in speakers and curriculum into the military to teach our sailors, to teach our infantrymen, teach our Marines, teach our Coast Guard, everybody that you are in our Air Force, to teach critical race theory. In other words, if you are white, you are evil, and you are racist. That is what's going on in the military. Now, the next thing, bring the, put the next tweet up for me, guys. There you go. Now, this is our Joint Chiefs of Staff right here. Joint Chiefs, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Jack Posobiec writes, the CCP applauds Chairman Miley's, or Millie's, I'm not sure, I'm going to go with Millie, Millie's efforts and awards him 100 social credit points. If you don't know what Posobiec is making fun of there, that's the Chinese system right now. This is absolute fact, where they all run around perpetually 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year with QR codes on their phones, and they get rated day in and day out by the CCP on what they do. You stop, you pick up trash, you get social points. That's what he's talking about. That's absolute truth. That's been going on for almost a year in China right now. So that's what he's talking about. And that's what everybody's looking to do to you, by the way, via vaccine passports. But that's for another couple minutes down the road here. Breaking, chairman of Joint, Joint Chiefs says critical race theory is important, blames Capitol riot on white rage. Play it for me. Sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong? with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. Right, back to me. And I Explain to me what that has to do with the military. Explain to me what that has to do with blowing up things and killing people, because that's what military is supposed to do in defending its shoreline, defending the United States. What exactly does critical race theory have to do with the United States? So remember who we're looking at here in these last couple of videos. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, the Secretary of the Navy, all of which firmly endorse critical race theory being taught to our military in its entirety. Explain to me what that has to do with anything. Now, one thing that wasn't overly illustrated here was that we had a 60-day stand-down led by Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, 60-day stand-down to root out extremism in our military. For what? Name, I want everybody out there, you can send it to me on Facebook. Name to me the racist, white supremacist, terrorist incidents that have occurred inside of any military outfit whatsoever. 
whether it's Air Force, Marines, Navy, Army, Coast Guard, whoever it is, whatever branch of the military, name for me the racial problems and the racial extremism inside those branches of the military. Send me the articles. Send me the videos. Send me the failures of the military to kill people and break things and blow things up because they're racist. Where were the failures? So why exactly are we spending millions of dollars? I mean, do you see the clown show that is these people? Lloyd Lloyd Austin, Millie, chairman of the joint. I want to understand why it was that people, he talks about white rage and then links that with the capital trespassing. I'm not calling it a riot because it wasn't even that. When you have the cops allowing them in and opening the doors for them and taking down the gates for them to allow the trespassers into the capital. So when you had the trespassers and the vandals that came into the capital completely and totally unarmed, that this idiot, Millie, yeah, idiot, General Millie is an idiot. I want to understand white rage. It had nothing to do with white rage. Well, tell me, tell me the racism that was involved in the capital trespassing on January 6th. What was the racism? If anything, it had to do with the vote totals. It had nothing to do with racism at all. So what is this guy talking about? And why is he even involved? The military had nothing to do with it. Trump offered the military on that day and Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Trump offered 10,000 National Guard troops to be on the Capitol. Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser, mayor of of Washington, D.C., turned it down. These are idiots. Lloyd Austin's an idiot. Tilly Millie is an idiot. That's what they are. They need to be called that. They need to be fired. And now we're stuck right now. As long as Biden's president, these idiots are going to be in charge. But this needs to change starting on 2022. We need to do everything that we can. Our military is in serious trouble. You've got the Chinese creating fighter jets that are defeating human beings, are flown by a computer that are defeating human beings in dogfights. And we have drag shows, drag queen shows on Air Force bases and maternity flight suits. Not only that, we have this right here. We got this Department of Veteran Affairs. There's, here's our response to the Chinese uh, ever-increasing military, ever more powerful military. Here's our response by Lloyd Austin, Department and, and, by, and by the General of the Joint, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of, Chiefs of Staff. I don't know why I struggle saying that. General or Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. There we go. Here's our response. Department of Veteran Affairs to pay for sex changes while over 35,000 veterans remain homeless. So luckily, while you have the most sophisticated Navy on the planet, which is not ours, it's the Chinese Navy, fighter jets that are now flown by computers defeating human beings, we failed a ballistic missile test, not just just last week, we're losing all of our computer-generated war game scenarios over the island of Taiwan, we're losing them all, just so everybody knows that what they do is endlessly run more games of the invasion of Taiwan. Since you have China, Chinese jets and reconnaissance flights daily going over Taiwan now. And as the Chinese practice amphibious landings in possible preparation for an invasion of Taiwan. What do we have going on? Sex changes, maternity flight suits, and drag queens, and, and female generals being promoted. That's what we have. That's our response to this 
Now here is House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. I think he makes a very poignant point here. Play it for me. As many of you know, in the last Congress, I spent more than eight months working with the Democrat majority trying to create a bipartisan China task force. Equal number of Republicans, equal number of Democrats, long before we had heard of any COVID virus. The Democrats agreed finally after eight months. We even settled the number of members and who they would be. We even brought in the Washington Post to interview before we would announce. But when that day came, the Democrats said no. I do not know what the Chinese have on this Democrat majority, but it must be very powerful. All right, back to me. Yeah, it's powerful, all right? I got a little list. You know that Hunter is still very much a partner in the firm that took $1.5 billion from a CCP-controlled bank. Every, it's, it, it's even stu- it, it, a McDonald's in China is controlled by the CCP. So you just understand, whenever you say Chinese anything, Wuhan Institute of Virology, controlled by the PLA, People's Liberation Army and the CCP, any bank, any private business in China, unbeknownst to dip dipwads like Anthony Fauci who believes that their scientists are different than the CCP, that's why he sends them gain-of-function money, there is no delineation between any Chinese citizen currently living in China or any business and the CCP and the PLA. They have to live in complete submission to the PLA. They have to. Nothing against the Chinese people. You have to or you disappear. Just like the doctor who blew the whistle there on COVID-19. He's gone. He died alone in some hospital room allegedly of COVID-19. So Kevin McCarthy there says that China must have something on the Democratic Party. Well, they do. First of all, they've got all the secrets about where all the gain-of-function money came from. They've got all that. We basically know where it came from, which is Anthony Fauci, the NIH, and Peter Daszak in EcoHealth Alliance. We got that. Then you've got Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, with his long-term relationship with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy, exposed by the FBI. As soon as she was exposed by the FBI, she fled back to China. So we have Swalwell having sex with a Chinese spy. We got that. And by the way, he's on the Intel Committee for the House of Representatives. That's real smart. Then you've got uh, Dianne Feinstein, senator out of California, whose chauffeur for 20 years was a documented Chinese spy. So what do they have? And then, of course, you've got Hunter Biden with this $1.5 billion that he's still in charge of, that he's still in partnership with, and all of that. And remember, you've got Hunter's laptop, that everything's got 10% goes to the big guy. So how much of that $1.5 billion went to Joe Biden himself? A multi, multi, multi-millionaire, so it, and, and allegedly only making somewhere in the neighborhood of one to $300,000 a year for his entire life, but he's a multi-multi-millionaire. How is that possible? Alleged, last I saw, he's worth $14 million, which I think is light. All right, on to vaccine passports. Now, again, I just want to applaud the American church. And listen, I want you to know, there is no ambiguity on this podcast, not one bit of ambiguity, nothing. The American church was a colossal failure in its response to COVID-19. There, listen, be black or white, choose hot or cold. That's the Lord's way. The American church has ushered in the precursor for the mark of the beast and the beginnings of sorrows. That's what's happened because the American church caved 
to the tyranny of COVID, a 99.9% survivable virus from the ages of zero to 50. Post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 is at a minimum. Post-infection, 99.98% minimum. From 50 to 70, the survival rate is 99.5%. These are all CDC stats. They'd make them worse if they could. They're probably better than this. You're like, well, that's because everybody's dead after they're 70. The survival rate for people 70 and above post-infection of COVID-19 is close to 95%. And everybody caved. Of course the world caved. Of course the Democratic Party caved. But a large portion of conservatives have caved and basically the entire church in the United States caved the entire church in Canada caved the entire church in Great Britain caved France, Spain, Germany gone gone the church all closed and now what we're dealing with is we're staring at Revelation chapter 13 16 through 18 in the eyeballs because the American church and the worldwide church, when they were told by Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks and the World Health Organization and Peter Daszak to close your churches while you left the strip clubs open, the cannabis, the cannabis stores open, the abortion clinics, abortion didn't go down one bit. Abortion didn't go down one bit. Just robberies and murders skyrocketed because the American church just closed, did everything they were told to do. Not me. I never closed, never have, never will, never got and washed my hands with alcohol gel, never came between services and fogged our seats to kill all the COVID that, that spreads to people's butt cheeks, never did any of that stuff, never social distance, I've never worn a mask outside of when I've been forced to, to go visit people in the hospital, never, never have, never will. But the American church closed, and now we're staring Revelation 13, 16 through 18 in the face. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. We're staring at it in the face because of the COVID-caving American church, COVID-caving clergies, the CCCs, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving clergy. Never should have closed. And now we're staring at these things in the face. You don't believe it's real? And I'll tell you, all these latte-sucking, skinny jeans wearing with the perfect hole right over the right knee, pastors, they're saying right now, well, you know, we've reopened. Yeah, look at the damage that you've done. doesn't matter whether you've reopened or not. Have you ever come out and publicly repented for closing to begin with? If you haven't, that's Jesus' style. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, from that time Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If you have not come out and publicly declared and publicly repented and said, you know what, I should never have defied the word of God, where it says whatever I bind is bound, whatever I loose is loose, Matthew 16, 19, and you defied and you turned your back on the word of God. You turned your back on the word of God. And you turned your face towards Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden and even President Trump when he said close. You never close. It's not even the the Bible's first. But then you you have the entire Constitution, the first, the fourth, 
and the 14th Amendment that protects your right to stay open, and you didn't do it. You bunch of COVID caving cowards. You had men like Rodney Howard Brown who ends up getting arrested because he kept his church open. Tony Spell gets arrested. Arthur Pulaski gets arrested. That's spanning from the United States all the way to Canada, getting arrested. It's your fault, COVID caving church. How can you feel good about yourself? And now you're staring at vaccine passports in the face and all you clowns, and you know that? There's another CCC, COVID caving clown. Oh, you know, we've seen these. You've never seen vaccine passports before. Don't even go out and say, well, we've seen tough times before. We've seen this before. No, you haven't. You've never seen, you've never seen vaccine passports before. Let's look at this video from Glenn Beck in the Blaze. Play it for me. President of the EU. Uh, not a scary organization at all. I've always loved the European Union. Haven't you? Just mm. the precursor to one world government. It's just, it's awesome. And to hear the president of the EU explaining how you in Europe can get your life back to normal in that German accent she has, that just sounds so soothing to me. Um, here's what she says uh, is important to get your life back here. Here she comes. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good to see you. Before Easter, we promised mm -hmm. to the Europeans that we will do everything possible so that they can gain back um, some normality when mm -hmm. uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. So on Monday, the mm -hmm. European Parliament and the European Council mm -hmm. signed the regulation for the EU digital COVID certificate. Oh, it is applicable from the 1st of July on, but if you want to as a member state, you can sign up early voluntarily. And that's what Belgium did. Oh, well, Belgium, Belgium allows did it. Belgium allows today um, to uh, travel with a certificate, mm -hmm. and they issue travel these with certificates. Their certificate. And here sure. is mine. So everyone who is fully vaccinated mm -hmm. or tested negative right. or has recovered from COVID can get one. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have right now 15 member states that have already signed up. And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply these EU digital mm -hmm. certificates for the COVID. Mm -hmm. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for the next generation EU, our um, recovering resilient plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. Thank you. That's wonderful. All right. That is now, great. She <laughs> held hers up. Can I just take a that's picture of that? And uh, yes. Is that okay? Yes. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. So essentially what she's saying is, uh, you must have your papers. <laughs> They'll be digital, but you must have some. <laughs> we have a ways of making you have your papers. Please. It's great. I love it. She, at least she said please. That's nice. <laughs> I don't think she did actually no, okay. say please. Mm -hmm. I think I gave her too much credit there. Ursula von, Ursula Gertrude von der Leyen. I'll say too, like, you know, there's been this thing where in, in entertainment, they haven't wanted to use like, let's say Muslims mm -hmm. as villains because, you know, as you know, 
Pat, Americans would immediately just start killing start, Muslims yeah. in the streets if they saw, <laughs> right. you know, right. a villain on 24 was actually Muslim and not backed by some German. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a German or a the Serbian or Serbian. You, you can be Serbian. Yes. Uh, to be a victim to on TV. So there you go. The European Union, in order for you to travel, what you have to have a vaccine passport. Great job, American Church. I, I just, I, I do you. I know that there's people watching this that hate me. I get it, but do you never look at yourself in the eye and say, "Man, I have ushered in the mark of the beast." I've at least, I'm, a, I've at least, I am responsible for at least greasing the skids for the mark of the beast. You don't see it. I mean, all of you that quarantined yourselves, people that even attended my church quarantined yourselves still haven't listened to you you still haven't gone back to church normally i don't care whether you come back to my to mine or not we have three times the size we were before covid i don't care i just i marvel that that christians don't look at themselves in the eye and say what have i done i caved to covid i caved to this covid tyranny for what for what a 99.9% survivable virus that basically kills people 80 and above who are overweight, who have comorbidities, two or more. That's who, who COVID kills. No, Tom, 600,000 people have died in the United States. Really? Have, have you wondered anything? I, I just, I'm curious. I'm curious. Have you wondered why we haven't heard the total death count for 2020 yet? Um, it's six months over, we're six and a half months in to 2021 and nobody, nobody uh, under the CDC, the Joe Biden controlled CDC has entered as, has put out a death count for 2020. I wonder why that is because every year, 2.9 million Americans die for all intents and purposes. 2.9 million Americans died in 2017, 2018, 2019, and guess how many died in 2020? All of you lifesavers out there with your quarantines and your masks and your lockdowns, which statistically speaking, actually show to cause more people to die, even of COVID, than people who don't mask, than people who don't lock down, not to mention the vaccine stats that we'll get to in a minute. But have you wondered where exactly that total death count is? Because in order for there to be 600,000 Americans who have died of COVID, that means that 3.5 million Americans would have had to have died in 2020. Do you think that's what's happened? All the stats are showing what? The stats are showing in preliminary counts, 2.9 million people Again, so what justifies your mask wearing? What justifies your lockdowns? What justifies you sticking an mRNA chemical into your veins? What justifies you masking your six-year-old? What justifies it? Absolutely nothing. But pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. And because Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 45, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. I'm telling you the truth. But because you're so prideful and you have to defend yourself, you refuse to repent. 
All you pastors out there, I am telling you, the Holy Spirit's not coming back to your church until you publicly get out there, do a Facebook Live, do a podcast, and say, you know what? I blew it. I turned my back on the Word of God. And I turned my face towards the world. And I turned my face towards demons like Anthony Fauci. And I did what I was told. I bent my knee. I grabbed my ankles. And I did what I was told from the CDC. It's so funny. You watch videos like this where you've got the leader of the EU now offering up vaccine passports. And what is she offering? She's offering you your life back. She's offering you your freedom back. She's offering you back the normality they stole. It's amazing to me how, again, starting in descending order, Christians and conservatives have their freedom their, their life's taken from them, their, their normality taken from them, and then people say, well, just get the vaccine and we'll give it back. That's like paying a thief for your stuff back. Somebody breaks into your house, steals all your stuff, and he says, you know what, I'll give it all back to you twice as much as it cost you to buy it. Oh, okay, thank you for giving me my freedom back. Thank you for giving me normalcy back. Of course, I know it's the new normal, but thank you for giving it to me back from the very people who stole it from you. And I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about conservatives first. The left is a zombie apocalypse. They're gone. But sadly, so is the church. You find a church that never closed. Go ahead, I challenge you. Find a church that never closed. Right here, Inglewood, Florida. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. We never closed. The River Church in Tampa never closed. And there's a few others. The River Church in Claremont never closed. There's a few. Find them. They're there. And drive however long every Sunday it takes to get to one of those churches. Don't go to the people and the pastors that turned their back on the Word of God. Don't go back there. I'm telling you right now because they will turn their back on the word of God again. A lot of them, well, we're open now. We're open. That doesn't mean anything until you repent, until you say you were wrong. It doesn't mean anything that you're open. You're still closed because you've still caved. You caved back then. You never took care of your original cave. It, would, it reminds me of 2 Peter chapter 2, 20-22, in verse 22. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness and then to turn their back, than to turn their back on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them, the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. That's exactly what a COVID-caving pastor will do again. Because they're coming again with the lockdowns. And it'll be for climate change next time. Here's another repercussion. Disclosed TV tweet. Justin, guitar bans unvaccinated fans from attending next year's World Cup 2022. The Prime Minister confirmed. Nice job, American Church, once again. Nice job. What do you have to do to get into the World Cup? Oh, just your your papers, please. That's what you got to do. Here's another colossal moron. And another, this is your fault. This is your fault if you caved. They get sick and tired of hearing, I'm so, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of all these regulations. They say as they pull their mask down, you're the one who causes them. Put the right, you're the one who caused this. You caused this. You did it. The moment you caved, and I don't care whether you caved for a week, I don't care whether you caved for a month, six months, or you're still caving now. 
You are a COVID caver until you acknowledge it, that you were wrong and turn from it. That's who you are. You turned your back on the word of God. And this is the consequences of it. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte threatens citizens with jail for refusing vaccination. Get this. Here's a piece of the article from the Daily Caller. He he said, President, President Duterte, it's a tough one to say, you can choose, you can get the vaccine or I will send you to jail. He added, Duterte also suggested that village leaders keep a list of people avoiding vaccination. Nice job, Philippine church. Great job. And especially the American church. The Philippine president then went on to lament these fools who have been adamant on not getting inoculated against the virus, saying that he will inject them with shots intended for pigs. Great job. Great job unleashing these leaders into the world. COVID caving church. You're like, Tom, this is, you know, it's over. It's, it's not over until you acknowledge what you've done. That's the essence of Christianity is to confess the essence of it. First John chapter one, verse nine and 10 to confess, to repent is the essence of Christianity. First John chapter one, Matthew chapter four, read it for yourself. There's no just reopening, and all you pastors know, too, you can sense it in the air. There's an elephant in the room, and that elephant is devoid of the Holy Spirit. You know it's true, because the sword of the Spirit is the Bible, and the Bible doesn't say nothing, nothing about closing down or forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. And don't hand me your Zoom service crap. Doesn't count. All right, Rebel News tweet. Justin Trudeau, again, where's the Canadian church outside of a few pastors up there like Pastor Pulaski? Justin Trudeau's government declared today, that's June 21st, that starting in two weeks, so early July, fully vaccinated travelers to Canada will no longer be forced to self-isolate. Does this not rivet your soul? Leave it up there. Does this not rivet your soul? Does this not rivet your soul? Christian, does this rivet your soul that they won't be forced to self-isolate for 14 days and will no longer be shoved into COVID hotels? That doesn't bother your spirit. You know why? Because the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. You are dead. You turned your back on the Word of God. You can still, you listen, you can get things right, but you need to repent. Look at what, look at what has happened. Look at, look, at what, look at what has happened in Canada. Where's the church? There's a few pastors up there. Nothing. There's nothing going on. Everybody's caving up there. Can't, you don't understand it. If you don't pay attention to outfits like Rebel News, you have no idea. Canada, look at me now, is gone. It's gone. It's a police state. It's gone. They're completely locked down 15 months plus into 14 days to flatten the curve. They're gone. Look at this lady. Play it for me. Beginning on July 5th, full vaccinated, fully vaccinated travelers who are permitted to enter Canada will no longer be subject to the federal requirement to quarantine. Fully vaccinated travelers will not be required to take a COVID-19 test on day eight or stay at a government authorized hotel. For travelers who are not fully vaccinated, I want to remind you that there are no changes to Canada's current border measures. 
and you must continue to adhere to the current testing and federal quarantine requirements. Work continues on a proof of vaccination for Canadians that will be certified by the Canadian government. And this work includes ongoing discussions with provinces and territories who have started issuing their own documents. If you are planning to travel internationally this summer, remember to check the requirements of the country that you're visiting. Hear that? Issuing their own documents, your travel documents. Put that up there side by side. I'll just use that for both this one and California. That's what, they, that's what they're doing in Canada. This is, this is California's health passport COVID-19. That's their passport in California. That's what it looks like in California. In the United States, that was the health minister of Canada offering the rights back that she herself, along with Justin Trudeau, stole. Hey, we'll give you your rights back. Oh, thank you, the sheep and the seals clap. My, mine were never taken. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not closing. You can go ahead and try to take me to some internment camp. Good luck. You better bring more than one. You're like, Tom, you're going way overboard. Are you sure? Are you sure? Look at where we're at. What happened? Look at me. Canada's gone, folks. Unless something drastic happens, they're pulling people over. They can search your car. They can stop you without cause. All for what? And you know what their excess death count is in Canada? How many more deaths did they have in 2020 than 2019? None. It's amazing what these liberals and these progressives, these totalitarians have pulled off with no evidence. Nobody looks. It reminds me of Hosea 4.6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. And then when you do present the COVID caving Christian, the truth about everything, they won't accept it because it would ruin and hurts their pride. It says, oh my gosh, if I accept, that means I've wasted my life for the last year and a half with my COVID causes. Yes, you have. Where's all the bodies? Where's the the lines at the funeral homes? Where's the national shortages of coffins? Where are the bodies? They haven't had any more deaths in 2020 than they had in 19. And they don't have any more deaths going on in Canada right now in 2021 than they had in 2020. But yet they're able to pull this off. These little Stalinists like this health minister, they're able to pull this up because people won't even look at what the truth is. They won't even pull up stats. I ask why. I I cannot believe how many alleged Trump supporters and Christians and conservatives just do what they're told by Joe Biden, by Anthony Fauci, a known Hillary Clinton supporting baby butcherer. And people do what they're told. They watch Lester Holt on Channel 8. They watch CNN with Chris Cuomo and Allison Camerata and do what they tell you to do. This is out of California. Here's the article from the Gateway Pundit. Democratic Governor Gavi Newsom this week, this is from 615, said California's electronic vaccine verification system will be voluntary. California's COVID restrictions were lifted on Tuesday. That's a couple, a little bit ago. About 10 days ago. However, only vaccinated people are allowed to enter businesses without a mask. All their restrictions are lifted, but your only only way you're allowed in a business is with one of these or with a mask on. There's many businesses in California because these people are so indoctrinated and brainwashed that they think COVID is this existential threat. Again, COVID... From zero to 50, the survival rate post-infection for COVID is better, get this now, better than the flu. From zero to 50 years of age, 
your odds of surviving COVID are better than the flu. For 50 and above, from 50 to 70, the post-infection survival rate is 99.5%. Four-tenths, five-tenths of 1% chance of dying of COVID. And 95% survival rate post-70. And that's post-infection. But here we are. They'll put up the next next pick for me, guys. There you go. You can choose here at IKEA. You can go with a mask or you can go with your immunoband. Great job, COVID caving Christians. Nice job. Nice job with this. Great job. Now this is what you've ushered in to IKEA. You can go in with your immuno, but don't worry, it's got nothing to do with. Just close your eyes, stick your head in the sand, or just stick your head up Anthony Fauci's rear end, where you've been living for the last 15 months. And pretend like this has nothing to do with the mark of the beast. Just pretend like it doesn't, right? Oh, it's all about a sickness. Really? It's all about a sickness? That's all that is? You ever wonder why there's so much vaccine tyranny then? Why is there so much vaccine tyranny? Because if somebody takes the vaccine, why would they care if anybody else took it? Because there's other insidious motives behind it. And those insidious motives are demonic and they come out of the World Economic Forum, the CCP, the IMF, Klaus Schwab, Prince Charles, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Xi Jinping, Prime Minister Jacinda out of New Zealand, and numerous others I can name. All right, here's a YouTube video. Oh, we don't have that. That's right. right, Let's go on to the next thing. Daily Caller tweet. Let's talk about abortion for a minute. Let's talk about this because I want you to know something. If you read the book of John chapter eight, I talk about it every podcast. I know I'm doing it because I want you to understand the root of those things that you see. In John chapter eight, verses 44 and 45, here's the characteristics of the devil. And remember who Jesus is actually talking to here. He says, you are of your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's plans. That's Jesus talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. He is a liar. For when he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. You know why? Because that goes right back to Joshua 24, 15. If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods that, that whether the gods which your fathers served, which were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose life, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If it seems evil to you, it seems evil to stand in the word of God. Does it seem evil to you? That I won't wear a mask? That I won't get vaccinated? That I won't close my church down? Does that seem evil to you? When I'm standing in the Bible and I'm standing in the Word of God and that seems like it lacks compassion to you? It lacks courtesy that I won't wear a mask to make people feel comfortable? No, I'm standing in the Word of God. You caved. I didn't. I'm standing in the Bible. And I want you to get that. You're like, Tom, I thought you were talking about abortion. I am. But what's the characteristics? The devil is a murderer from the beginning who does not stand in the truth. It all runs together. All of those that are COVID tyrannists are baby butchering monstrosities like these. Play it for me. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Um, I'm with CNS News. 
The Supreme Court this fall will review a Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Is an unborn baby at 15 weeks a human being? Let me just say that I am a big supporter of Roe v. Wade. Uh, I am a mother of five children in six years. I think I have some standing on this issue as to Back to me, she has absolutely no standing on any issue. She's a baby butcherer. God will hold her accountable for the millions of babies that she is personally responsible for funding their murder. 60 million babies per year, not since the beginning of Roe v. Wade, per year are killed worldwide. One to two million alone in the United States. The number one cause of death in the black community is not white police officers. White police officers and black police officers and Latino police officers are responsible for 200 black deaths per year, 600 white deaths per year. Abortion is responsible for hundreds of thousands of black deaths per year from Planned Parenthood placed on every corner of every urban center in America by the Democratic Party led by Nancy Pelosi and people like Jen Psaki, who gets the same question again. Is a 15-week-old child in the womb a human being? Play it for me. Go ahead. One last question. Oh, go. One last question. Sure. Um, does the president believe that a 15-week-old unborn baby is a human being? Are you asking me if the president supports a woman's right to choose? Yes, he does. Go ahead. Doesn't answer. Is a simple, simple question. See, I, I will answer any question you ask me. Why don't they answer it? Because in their spirit, they know they're following the devil. They don't want to say it out loud. They don't want to say, no, I do not believe a 15 week, 15 weeks, 15 weeks. That's almost five months into a pregnancy, 15 weeks. They won't acknowledge that as a human being. Here's a Federalist tweet. After shocking revelations about brutalized dead babies, Biden administration to shut down fetal now they're not shutting down fetal harvesting they're shutting down people who are watching to make sure that fetal harvesting doesn't go any worse than it already is that's gone now there's absolutely no oversight joe biden has remember destroyed the military in 100 days destroyed the border in 100 days destroyed our economy in 100 days destroyed the world's respect in 100 days and now Fetal harvesting, you just go wild now. Just go wild because there's absolutely no probe that's going to look into any of it whatsoever. Let me read you this article while my guy plays some footage for you. This is from The Federalist. The news that that the Biden administration is shutting down the Fetal Harvesting Ethics Board comes in the wake of shocking details about how federal agents agencies traffic in aborted babies. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration brought, bought, bought organs such as, remember, this is the Food and Drug Administration, the ones that have approved, well, not really approved, approved for emergency use, the vaccines, vaccines that have fetal baby tissue in them. The FDA bought organs such as livers, brains and eyeballs of dismembered babies for hundreds of dollars a piece from advanced bioscience resources. 
one of the country's largest fetal tissue trafficking firms. Firms such as Advanced Bioscience Research Resources work as a middleman between the federal government and Planned Parenthood, the country's largest abortion provider. So as we look at this child now in 4D moving around, I will definitively tell you that is a person. If you kill that person, you are a murderer. You are of the devil. John chapter 8, verse 44. You do not kill that child for any reason. None. You do not have a right that a child, for before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. God has assigned that child a soul and God Almighty will hold you accountable for killing that child. The FDA pays, get this now, $2,000 per individual baby. Take a look. There's the babies. Keep playing for me. Adding up to $12,000. Get, get, get how this is written. Per box of harvested organs. The FDA also requested late-term aborted babies have buying baby parts from children up to 24 weeks old. That's why Jen Psaki and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, these demon rats, that's why when they are asked, do you believe that a 15-month-old child is a living human being? They won't answer. They won't answer because they're selling the baby parts of babies that are 24 weeks old. Babies can survive at 22 weeks and they're selling baby parts from babies who are 24 weeks old. But don't worry, God won't mind. Oh, he's coming. You're going to pay for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or or bad for the father judgeth no man but hath committed all judgment under the son that all men should honor the son even as they honor the father he that honoreth not the son honoreth not the father which 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 hath sent him kick out the king james john chapter 5 22 and 23 second corinthians 5 10 right before that let me finish this fda requested organs from baby boys He requested specifically from baby boys for very important and challenging surgeries to create humanized mice. Moreover, it was uncovered that the FDA employees would be joining Advanced Bioscience Resources Associates at Humanized Mice Workshop at a Humanized Mice Workshop in Zurich in 2016. The Center for Medical Progress reported in May that grants from the... Anthony Fauci-led National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the National Institutes of Health was funding fetal tissue experiments that included stitching the scalp of a killed five-month-old in utero child onto the back of a lab rat. You know what these are all? Ready? You know what all this is? Facts. That's the truth. And Christians, you do what these people tell you to do. Murderers from the beginning, followers of Satan. Christians, they tell you to vax, you vax. They tell you to lock down, you lock down. They tell you to strap on a mask, you strap on a mask. They tell you to fog your seats, you fog your seats. They tell you to lock down your churches and you lock down your churches. You follow the baby butchering murderers. And you still think you're right and you refuse to repent because it's too risky to your past to acknowledge that you screwed up. Well, you did. Why don't you stand up now with some courage? 
and say I was wrong. The Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. Psalm 34, 18 and 19. Breaking 9-11 video. I want you to explain to me. Hey, just put this side by side, Aaron. Can you do that for me? Explain to me the science behind this. Explain to me. Okay, here we go. Now this is uh, today. What's the date today? June what? June 24th. So here we are. 15 plus months into 14 days to flatten the curve. Jill Biden is fully vaccinated. Every soul around her is fully. Here comes the Fouch. There comes the Lauren Dwarf. There he is, shorter than the woman. There he is, fully vaccinated. So explain to me the science. Now, they told you that they were going to give you your freedoms back. Oh, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Father Anthony. Oh, I thought you weren't supposed to call anybody on earth Father. I know. We do it anyway because we already violate the Bible anyway. Oh, thank you, Anthony. What science are they following here? What, what science are they following? They said that if you get vaxxed, you don't have to wear a mask in any situation. So why is Fauci wearing it? Because it's not science. It's religion. It's their religion. They are preaching. They are evangelizing. They are evangelizing for the dragon. They're evangelizing for the beast and for the mark of the beast. Because that's what these people are all about. You're like, Tom, are you saying that vaccinations are the mark of the beast? No. Are you saying vaccine passports are the mark of the beast? No. I'm saying at a minimum, vaccine passports are greasing the skids for the mark of the beast. So what science are they following? Not their, They're not even following their own. You don't believe me about climate lockdowns? Listen to Tucker. Play it for me. Toll of the corona lockdowns in this country. You started According back to at me, guys. We... Oh, I must start. There you go. So we're learning more now about the sad toll of the corona lockdowns in this country. According to Joe Biden, though, we could get another round of lockdowns. These for a crisis that's every bit as bad as the coronavirus, maybe worse. That crisis, of course, says Joe Biden, is climate change. Today, I'm pleased to announce a team that will lead my administration's ambitious plan to address the existential threat of our time, <clears throat> climate change. Folks, we're in a crisis. Just like we need to be a unified nation in response to COVID-19, we need a unified national response to climate change. And from this crisis, from these crises, I should say, we need to seize the opportunity to build back and build back better than we were before. Oh, my God. A unified national response. It's involuntary. That's the one thing we know. What does it mean? Well, we're learning that a World Health Organization staffer has written a report saying that a climate lockdown could be called for. It's like a COVID lockdown, a climate lockdown. Mark Morano is an author who has written a lot about climate change. He founded Climate Depot. He joins us tonight. Mark, thanks so much for coming on. A climate lockdown. Now, I would laugh this off the table, except we all just lived through the last 18 months, so we know that anything is possible. What does this mean exactly? Well, you know, in my book, Green Fraud, I detail two chapters on this, Tucker. This is the climate activists were, first of all, jealous when the COVID lockdowns happened. They were beside themselves saying, how is this happening? Everyone from Greta Thunberg to John Kerry, UN officials. And then they started saying, 
we need to follow this. If we can shut down for a virus, we can shut down for climate. And that's what we're seeing. There's even academics in Australia proposing adding climate change to death certificates. And Bill Gates has said the death toll will be greater. So they're following every step of the way. And it's not just, you know, a, a professor here or someone in academia. We have a major UK report coming out. We have an international agency report that came out uh, calling for essentially the same type of lockdowns, everything from restrictions on your thermostat to restrictions of moving. Uh, you know, you can only fly in a climate emergency when it's, quote, morally justifiable. You know, kind of like a lockdown, you have to justify going to the store for essential services. They're going after freedom of movement. They're going after private car ownership. They're going after uh, everything it means to be a free person and turning it over to the administrative state. Would this include shutting down the iPhone factories in China? Would China and India participate <laughs> in this climate lockdown or is it kind of you first, America? Well, you know, as we know, the lockdowns had never been proposed. We felt like lemmings following the, the, the Chinese Communist Party in terms of them recommending lockdowns. The World Health Organization went after it. The World Health Organization employees are now recommending these climate lockdowns. The one countries that won't be affected is China. As, as you say, as we're sitting home binge-watching Netflix, we're not going to be able to have the freedoms we used to have. In the UK, they proposed CO2 ration cards that the government or employers would monitor your CO2 levels, you know, your energy use, your travel, the type right, of car. Back to me. It's coming. Lock you down for CO2. So here's the thing. Ask yourself, will I, will my pastor, will my congressman, will my President, will I, will my family, will you fall for another crisis that has no evidence? You're like, Tom, there's dead people with COVID. There's dead people every year from all sorts of diseases. We've never locked down before. And now that we, everybody has shown these global tyrannists, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, you'll own nothing and be happy. That's directly from their video, from their website. Oh, no, it's all conspiracy theory. Uh, really? The Great Reset has their own website. Klaus Schwab, just pull up his name. W-E-H, pull it up. It's their plan. They're going to lock you down for gases in the air, a clouds going over their head, cow farts, whatever it may be, they will lock you down. There they are. And we have shown them, we have shown them now that we are willing to do it. You can bring it back to me. There you go. Just pull it up. Great reset. We've shown them. They say, you know what? Let's see if we can get them to close all of their businesses. 60% of those businesses that were closed will never come back. But let us put them hundreds and thousands or millions of dollars in debt and then send them a $600 check. Let's see how ridiculously stupid we can get these people to act. Oh, you know, you wear one mask, then you wear two. Now you now take an experimental mRNA vaccine. They have no idea what it'll do. Let's see how stupid we can get people to be because then we'll know how far we can push them on another crisis that has no evidence of existing. Just like COVID has no evidence of existing. There's no excess deaths. The National File article, peer-reviewed article, says our COVID deaths are overestimated by 1,600%. In other words, about 50,000 people have legitimately died of COVID. Facts. That's the truth. You know, I want to be respectful. Don't be respectful. You don't respect lies and liars. All right, this close TV tweet. 
now, Dr. Fauci, here we go again. It never freaking ends. It never ends. You know why? Because the lawn dwarf and all the rest of the tyrannists, the Stalinists, when you could name them, whether it's Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom, Biden, Harris, Jen Psaki, Fauci, of course, the who, 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 whoever you want to name, all the little tyrannists, the Kate Browns, the Jay Inslees, the Tom Wolves, the Phil Murphys, they love the power. They love it. They are what I call power perverts. They love to. It's almost a sadosexual, masochistic love of power. They love it. Fauci doesn't want to give up his, his cover photos on InStyle Magazine and People Magazine and the adulation from the masses. The masses who don't take the time to read one stinking article about what this little tyrant's doing to their lives. Under his bold-faced lies, he sits there his entire time behind his bully pulpit, knowing from day one, starting in March of 2020, a year and three months ago, he sat behind that, that bully pulpit, that podium, telling everybody what to do about a virus he knows he created through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, funding the world, the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology, along with Bill Gates and tens of millions of dollars. He knew it from day one. He knows it's gain of function. But these little power perverts, they can never get let go. So now they've got themselves another one. Now it's the Delta variant. Play it for me from the beginning. We are not done until we completely crush this outbreak. We seem, as was the case with B117, we seem to be following the pattern with the Delta variant, with a doubling time of about two weeks. If you look from the May 8th with 1.2 to 2.7 to 9.9. All right, back to me. How many times have we seen these? How many times? How many times have you seen them? Here, here it comes. Here comes the next thing. The double mutant, the triple mutant, the quintuple mutant, the Delta variant, the Indian variant, whatever, the pterodactyl variant. Here it comes again. The little power perv never wants to give up his throne. You're essential. You're non-essential. Oh, they want all the power, all the Gretchen Whitmers of the world. They absolutely love it. They can't let go. Where are the bodies? Where are they? Where are the body snatching trucks all around town? Where are they? Allegedly, everybody's dying, right? Notice how there is no death count associated with it. They lie from day one. Do you believe in PCR tests? Do you believe in it? They've been, they, they lie about deaths. They lie about numbers of cases. Play it for me. All those case numbers we see, they're based on the PCR test. Just how reliable is it? SARS-CoV-2, like many other viruses, contains genetic material called RNA. RNA fragments are so small, they're difficult to detect. The PCR test doubles the fragments in what are called cycle thresholds and keeps doubling them until they have enough genetic material to identify. Most labs go up to 38 or 40 cycles, which means an amplification of one trillion times. But is that too much amplification? Because while live virus is present in people who are actually sick, traces of dead virus are present in people who used to be sick, even months later, or in people who were exposed to a virus, but their body cleared it and they never got sick at all. They're not infectious. 
Genuinely sick people get a positive test in relatively few cycles because they have a high viral load. But the samples of people who are recovered or exposed have to be magnified billions of times to get a positive result. That's why scientists are recommending not testing over 30 cycle thresholds. So what would happen to case numbers if labs cut back to 30? At one New York lab, it resulted in a 63% case reduction. When a Massachusetts lab did the same, almost 90% of their cases disappeared. And that's not the only way that PCR tests can go wrong. They can also misidentify remnants from the other six human coronavirus types as SARS-CoV-2. And in fact, if you're testing in a population that doesn't have very much COVID, you'll get false positives almost half the time. The person right, actually doesn't have- There you go. The tests are lies. The death counts are lies. Their precautions, their mitigation, their mask wearing, their vaccinations are lies. Their lockdowns are lies. The worst states in the United States, the worst amount of COVID cases, even though they're based on fake PCR tests, the worst COVID case amounts, the worst, worst death counts per, you know, death counts, how many deaths per 100,000, the worst in the United States are all those who mitigated the most, who had the most severe lockdowns, who had the most stringent COVID laws like masks and lockdowns. They're the worst. California, New York, they're the worst. They're the worst. Michigan's the worst in the country. The worst in the country, proportionally speaking, on a percentage basis, is Michigan under Gretchen Whitmer, and she just dropped her COVID, all of her COVID laws. Why? Because her polling data went down 12 points. They're all lies. Lies from the very beginning. Guess what? This is the first time in history, if you, if you watch that video, that we've spun the genetic material more than 40 times. I wonder why that would be. And you know what's interesting? Those PCR tests, they spin them so many times that they identify a latent coronavirus. In other words, a cold that you had 12 years ago will show up on a PCR test because they spin your genetic material so many times that anything will come up, whether you've ever been sick or not. It comes up with a myriad of false positives. It happens all the time. But this is the first time in history we've ever spun them this much. I wonder why that would be. Could it be to unseat a duly elected president? You know why? Because it's interesting. Right after Joe Biden got elected, guess what they did with PCR tests? This is absolute facts. What did they do right after Joe Biden got elected? They changed it. They changed the spinning of PCR tests from 40 to 30. And lo and behold, the the, the positive tests went down. That happened two weeks after Joe Biden was sworn in. Facts. That's the truth. And you follow these people? I know I'm preaching to the choir, but it doesn't apply to you. Send this, share this video, get this to as many people as you can. Share it on Rumble, share it on YouTube, share it on Facebook. I'm banned basically everywhere in some form or fashion, but share it as much as you can. Jack Posobiec tweet. Breaking. Peter Dosek, EcoHealth Alliance, that's who Anthony Funny, Anthony Funny, Anthony Fauci funneled his money through the Eco Health Alliance and Peter Daszak to the to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain of function research, which is what created the coronavirus. But Peter, what happened with Peter Daszak? Well, he's been removed from the Lancet COVID nineteen Commission. Why? Why was he removed? Well, what happened was is Lancet is one of the most predominant medical journals on the planet. Really, in all honesty, it's the predominant medical journal on the planet, The Lancet. Well, what happened was early on in 2020, 
Peter Daszak organized a bunch of scientists and a bunch of epidemiologists and virologists. He put them together and said, hey, you know what? Let's make sure that we say that it was not a lab leak that caused the coronavirus. He put that out on the Lancet. Lancet printed it because it came from alleged reputable sources, 30 or 40 epidemiologists and virologists. Put it together and said, oh no, it could not be a lab leak. Uh, a lab leak. It came from animal to human transmission. The only problem is over the last 15 months, they haven't been able to identify an animal with a coronavirus in it. And the coronavirus that allegedly that, that we have now is absolutely, we all know is bioengineered, is more, human beings are more susceptible to it than the originating bat. It's more of a danger to us than the originating animal. And guess what that is? A first in all of history. So Dasik puts out that article in The Lancet. It gets roundly criticized and denounced. And it gets taken down. So now he's been pulled off their commission. You know why? Because he's a liar. His buddy Fauci is a liar. Ralph Barrick from UNC, their other little buddy, he's a liar. They're all gain-of-function mongers. And they all have known from day one exactly where it came from. Because you have the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You have an entire section. They have live bats in the institute. They've known from day one the guy telling you to put a mask on is the one who funded the creation of the virus. They've been exchanging viruses back and forth from the Wuhan Institute of Virology to the University of North Carolina with Ralph Barrick and Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, and Anthony Fauci. $60 million has been put into gain-of-function research. Facts. All for what? Oh, I believe it's to usher in the new world order and the mark of the beast. Oh, no, that can't be, really. That can't be. Oh, yeah. What's the COVID pass and a vaccine pass and a green pass and Excelsior pass? QR codes in Canada. They're talking, I played you the video earlier. Where you've got the health commissioner up there. Each province is working out their papers. What papers you've got to show to be able to drive from town to town, from building to building with your mask on and your vaccine paperwork. Great job, church. Great job. And they want to vax your kids. Let's put up the next one. Marty Makari. Tweet, the World Health Organization has just finally done something right, has formally recommended, now remember this is six and a half, well, seven months, because Trump had it before he left office, so December through basically July, so we're looking at six, seven, eight months, recommended, the the World Health Organization, the WHO, recommended children should not be vaccinated for the moment, they don't want to give it all up. Many other countries have done the same. The cluster of heart complications are being observed within days of the second vax dose. So what has happened in America? You know what's happened in America? They're banning people on Facebook who are put. Remember now how it was early on. If you said anything that went against the doctrine of the World Health Organization on YouTube, on Facebook, you were banned. Now they're banning people for putting the World Health Organization's tweets up. They banned a woman off of YouTube who has the actual empirical data in writing from the World Health Organization. Simply put it up on YouTube. She's banned. It's a religion. 
It's got nothing to do with health. It has to do with will you freaking comply? And if you don't, if you will not say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done, you will gaslight. You will propagandize. You will or you'll be banned. And you know what a lot of Christians do and a lot of conservatives do? They turn, they, they bend their podcasts and they bend their messages and their preaching so that they don't get banned. Not this guy. Not this guy. Go ahead, ban me. I'll go live in a mountain somewhere by myself and ski down it every day and you can just kiss my rear end. You can kiss it every day too. All right, YouTube video from Tucker. Also talking about the World, the World Health Organization data that I just told you about. Play it for me. Opposite has proven to be true. For more than a year, the tech monopolies of Silicon Valley have used the World Health Organization's official statements to determine what American news consumers are allowed to know and what they should be prohibited from knowing about COVID. Facebook even announced a formal partnership with the WHO, quote, to bring up to date and accurate information to billions of people. So that partnership between a China-controlled NGO, the World Health Organization, and the China-beholden tech platforms in this country continued smoothly until just a few days ago. That's when the bureaucrats at the World Health Organization published new vaccine guidance. Here's what it says. Children should not take the coronavirus vaccine. Why? Because the drugs are too dangerous. There's not nearly enough data to understand their long-term effects or to show that the benefits of the drugs are worth the risks they bring. This is terrible news, of course, for the pharmaceutical industry. Big Pharma has been planning to test the vaccine seen on six-month-olds. It's deeply embarrassing for much of the American news media, which have taken a quick break from ginning up hysteria about Russian spies to sell vaccines to their viewers, which they have been assiduously doing, in case you haven't noticed. And above all, it is a shocking repudiation of the American health establishment, which has been relentlessly pushing universal vaccination, including for children. Here, for example, is Biden's top coronavirus advisor, Zeke Emanuel, telling us that young people should be required to get the shot. Watch. There are pl clearly places where you're congregating people that we should have mandates. Students in universities, my university, for example, faculty and staff, healthcare facilities, every healthcare worker ought to be vaccinated. I shouldn't have to worry, has my doctor been vaccinated? Has that nurse been vaccinated? And I think employers ought to take this very seriously and consider uh, uh, mandating and requiring their workers to get vaccinated, especially if they're going to come back to the office. Wait a second, Zeke Emanuel. If you've been vaccinated, why would you worry about whether the people around you have been vaccinated if the vaccines work? Kind of an obvious question. No one's ever asked it. Someone should. But they may not have a chance because the World Health Organization's latest finding that vaccines are not safe for children changes the conversation completely, and it threatens everything that reckless creeps like Zeke Emanuel and the pharmaceutical industry have been working for. More vaccines, no matter what the human cost, that is their position. All right, back to In me. In the end... So you see what the logic is. Your pharmaceutical company's planning, right now you have the World Health Organization saying don't vaccinate kids now, and along with numerous other countries. But in the United States, we got, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, warming up to test vaccinations on six-month-olds. They're already, I believe, testing them on two- to five-year-olds. For what reason? Anybody from zero to 19 years of age is seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than they are of COVID-19. So what 
would be the reason behind vaccine kids who have a zero statistical chance of dying of COVID. What's the point? Which is emblematic of this entire situation. I routinely respond to tweets on Twitter about vaccinations with this simple statement. You mean people are stupid enough to vaccinate themselves against a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate? Let alone kids and their their survival rate, 0 to 18 survival rate post-infection, 0 to 19 actually, Post-infection survival rate is 99.997%, which is way better than the flu. And Christian parents and conservative parents, let alone liberals and progressives and Stalinists, are lining their kids up from 0 to 18, 0 to 19, 0 to 22 to get them back into college. And take their mRNA vaccination, right? Well, here's some consequences for you. Put the next one up. From Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in exclusive The Defender interview, 18-year-old Isaiah Harris and his father described how Isaiah had to be hospitalized within 48 hours of second dose of Pfizer vaccine and subsequently had a heart attack. If you get, well, I scratched out the bottom, I cut it off. Well, I actually wrote it here on the bottom of my sheet. Exclusive teen who had heart attack after Pfizer vaccine, quote, I'd rather have COVID. No kidding. Where's your parents? Where's your church? Why are you taking a vaccine when you have no chance of dying of the virus? What's the matter with his parents? What's, what's gone wrong in this country that you're presented with empirical data that says that the coronavirus is of zero threat to your child and you pump them full of an mRNA vaccine? What You lost your freaking mind? What's the matter with you people? Please share this video with as many as you can. Go ahead and lose all your friends. I have. Who cares? Tell the truth. Look at this. Daily Caller tweet. Reporter, what is the game plan? Get The reporter is asking the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, the purveyor of all things evil and lies. Reporter, what is the game plan in getting young people vaccinated in great numbers? Why would you want young people vaccinated in great numbers? They are not significant vectors. In other words, they do not spread the coronavirus at all. Again, a 99.9% survivable virus, even if they did spread it. But they don't spread it. They don't get symptoms. There is no asymptomatic spread. That's, those are all facts and all, all with supporting peer-reviewed studies. All of that is absolute fact. So why would you want to be vaccinating children? Press secretary's answer. Dr. Fauci, who created the virus, who has lied about it for the last year and a half, knowing the whole time that it came out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, knowing the whole time that it came from gain-of-function research, funded by Eco, the EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak and Bill Gates, he's known from day one what it is. But Anthony Fauci has done several Q&As. There's a response. What are you doing? What is the game plan in getting young people vaccinated in great numbers? Which makes no scientific sense whatsoever, again, from the people who follow the science. 
Her answer, Saki's answer, Dr. Fauci has done several Q&As with TikTok and Instagram influencers. Microsoft, Microsoft is giving away Xboxes at boys and girls clubs. Do you have the video for this? Play it for me. What we're working on. It's not just Dr. Fauci on TikTok, though that is happening. So, um, uh, Dr. Fauci has done several Q&As with TikTok and Instagram uh, influencers uh, to answer questions, to meet people where they are, including young people, give them information they need. Uh, CDC's COVID vaccine chat on WhatsApp is now live to help Spanish-speaking young adults get vaccinated. Uh, we're working with the private sector as well. As you all know, Microsoft is giving away Xboxes at boys and girls clubs. Uh, the College Challenge is rallying university students across the country. Walgreens is giving out $25 to anyone who gets vaccinated there before July 4th. Uh, these are just a couple of examples of some of the approaches we're taking. We'll build on that from there. Back to what me. We- so lies, lies, and more lies to vaccinate people who don't need a vaccination. By the way, that's everybody. All you need is hydroxychloroquine. All you need is zinc. All you need is ephemectin. All you need is steroid treatments. The vaccines are a complete lie to begin with, and they're killing people by the tens of freaking thousands. But yet here they come. They come after your kids. And the liptards, line them up, baby. Line them up and give it to them. And so sadly do the Christians and conservatives that I've seen walking around with their poor six-year-old masked from eyeball to bottom of chin. For what? For what? They have no, they have what, you never did it for the flu and they have seven to 20 times, they're seven to 20 times more likely to die of that. You never got them vaccinated. You never put a mask on them. You never kept them out of school or their church. You know the difference between being ignorant and stupid is? Ignorant is not knowing any better. Stupid is knowing better and doing it anyway. Here's an Aaron Ginn video on some child stats. Play it for me. ...that were not um, broadcast by the CDC and the media did not cover was that no child in that entire study died of COVID, number one. And number two, the hospitalization rate was lower for COVID than it was of influenza. The CDC sits on a lot of data. And by the way, why are we getting this data from February now in June? Again, with the heart swelling complications of over 300 kids. They had that data now for three weeks. They announced it last Wednesday. They're having their emergency meeting about a week and a half later. Uh, They sit on a lot of data and they don't give the key data that tells us which kids are dying of COVID. If we had that data, we could target our strategy. It turns out that there's probably only been one child in the United States who's ever died of COVID. Who had uh, who was healthy? That is, did not have a comorbid condition. Back to and me. We got data there on- you go. There is the stat. You ready, everybody? Yeah, line your kids up, right? Get them vaccinated. Cave to the teachers' unions so that your kid can go back to school, or cave to the to the socialist colleges like Michigan, who's required in Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame socialist. And all you guys are going to line up and support them with football and support them when they play football. No, you need to recognize these people for who they are. They're evil. One kid. This is a country of 330 million people. And probably you can add another 30 million on top of that that are illegal. So 330 to 360 million people. 
And the data shows only one kid, one kid has died of COVID who was healthy when he caught COVID. Whoops. And look where you have Jen Psaki and Microsoft offering Xboxes. You have Anthony Fauci on TikTok and Instagram talking to influencers to get them to take a toxic vaccine when they're not susceptible to dying at all. What's going on here? Oh, it sounds like there's a demonic agenda behind it all. COVID caving church. No, we're, you know, we're, we're good community partners and good neighbors. No, you're a galactic idiot. That's what you are. You might need to repent of it now. I've repented of different times in my life when I've been a galactic idiot. Will you not do the same? Alex Berenson tweet. Good morning. A healthy 13-year-old is dead three days after his second Pfizer vaccine. Maybe CDC Gov could get around to that emergency meeting now, or are we still celebrating Juneteenth? Put the next one up if it can be seen. I don't know if it'll show. I doesn't show at all. The 13-year-old died after his second. Oh, I can read the read the from his aunt here. She pulled it down because she didn't want to denounce vaccines. That's great, Tammy. Great job, Tammy. Great job, Tammy. You don't want to be politically incorrect, and your nephew's dead. A week ago today, my brother's 13-year-old son had a second COVID shot. Less than three days later, he died. The initial autopsy re- results done Friday were that his heart was, oh, surprise, put it, go side by side, Aaron. Uh, very surprising that his heart was enlarged. That's what it says. I know nobody can read it now, but his heart was enlarged. He had no, no I'm reading off it, no known health problems, was on no medication, and he's gone. Now, again, I don't want to, I'll just make this general, so I'm not going to speak specifically to the kid or to his family because they've suffered a horrendous loss. But again, in general, what on earth is anybody doing? Getting their, loading their 13-year-old into a car and jacking them full of an mRNA vaccination. Why? They have no chance of dying of COVID at all. They have no chance of giving a 99.9% survival virus to anybody at all. But yet you're putting them, you're putting a vaccine in them. Why? And why is the evangelical community supporting this? I saw a pastors in charge of some mega evangelical organization said that vaccines were a gift from God. God does not pump people through full of chemicals, enlarge their heart, and put fluids around their hearts and kill 13 and 14-year-old boys and girls. God does not do that. Pastor, COVID, caving. I want to put something on the end of that that's meaner than I should say. All right, John Cordillo tweet. Let me finish up with a, with a montage tonight. Changing subjects. John Cordillo, seven killed. You know, now we've got the illustrious uh, Juneteenth. I guess that's, what's that, the 17th? Is that what it falls on? 19th. 19th. There we go, 19th. Juneteenth on the 19th of June. Tom, are you saying that you're against it? Yep. There you go. Oh, Tom, that's the day that they emancipated the slaves. I get it. We don't need another holiday. Take some of the other ones away. I don't care. I'm for, obviously for, all people being free of all colors. But we don't need one. This was simply an excuse 
for more mayhem and more progressive ideology being jammed down our throats. That's all that it was about from day one. John Cordillo, seven killed, more than 40 injured in mass shootings across the U.S. over the weekend. Pretty much every incident, pretty much every incident, pretty much every incident was black on black while celebrating Juneteenth. Let's go to the next one. And now remember, oh wait, just freeze that, freeze it right there. Just turn the volume down too, guys. We'll just play it. Remember now, as I show you these videos, the number one threat, according to Christopher Wray of the FBI, the head of the FBI, the director of the FBI, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Send me the videos of the skinheads and the KKK. Show me videos of them terrorizing anybody Please send it to me. I can't stand the skinheads. They're socialists. I can't stand them because they're racist. I hate the KKK. I hate all racism. The thing is, I'm just wondering if if white supremacist terrorism is the number one threat to America, where is the evidence? Again, it's another crisis with no evidence. COVID, a crisis with no evidence. Climate change, a crisis with no evidence. White supremacist terrorism, a crisis, the number one threat to America with no evidence. Go to the next video. There we go. Here's this is this is titled "One Day in the Life of a Person in New York." There we go. More white supremacist terrorism right here. How would you like to live in NYC right now? This is white, more white supremacist terrorism. Look how this all turned out for this guy. Look at that. There we go. White supremacist terrorism. There's our suspect. Let's go to the next one from PND. Here we go. More white supremacist terrorism as this woman tries to steal stuff coming out of the store. Now, notice who she's fighting with. Allegedly, one month ago, we, we were told by the Democratic Party, by those grouping of liars, that the number one threat to the Asian community was white supremacist terrorism. Again, send me the videos of the white supremacist terrorists that are terrorizing the Asian community. Notice here, notice who she's terrorizing. She's trying to steal their stuff as they are trying to hold back and are waiting for the cops to get there. It gets somewhat violent in a minute, but it is what it is. They all, it, it, all these scenarios end up looking exactly the same. People not obeying the law. And again, there's plenty of white people not obeying the law either. But yet, once again, I'm just wondering, where are the white supremacist terrorists let's go put the uh, daily wire tweet up next to me there you go giant manhunt underway for a man who shot a cop he shot a cop so here we got somebody shooting a cop in the head kills the cop so this is an anti-government person so again it must be a white supremacist terrorist but it's not giant manhunt underway for a man who shot cop in the head not again where's the white supremacist terrorism here we go again. Put this video up for me. Just skip the tweet. Yeah, skip the tweet. Here we go. Put twi- yeah, there you go. More white supremacist terrorism on the street of Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Here we have two people. It's shot and killed. Go back to the beginning of it. I want you to find the white supremacist terrorists, please. I don't see them. Please send me the videos. I, listen, I want to be accurate in my podcast. I want to be accurate. So send me the videos of white supremacist terrorists. Put up the next video. Here we go. More white supremacist terrorism right here. More white supremacist terrorism terrorizing the Asian community. Once again, where's where's the KKK? Where are the skinheads? I don't see them. All right. Bring it back to me all the way. Let's put up this next tweet, Aaron, from Ian or from Will, Will. Next tweet, Aaron Miles Chung. 
Put that up. There we go. Nonprofit founded by BLM co-founder Patrice Cullors. Here we go. Fails to disclose at least $175,000 in donations. So there we are. There we are. Now I want to finish with this tonight. Get this. Put up Patrick. Put up the uh, Patrick Alley tweet. I just want to cover this before we go tonight. I know I'm running a little bit late, but I want to ro- I want to run through this with you because I want to show you what masks are all about before I leave you tonight. University of Florida Lab. This is from Patrick Holly discovers numerous disease-causing bacteria in children's masks. So the masks that you're strapping on your kids. And that if you don't strap them on, that you see other people by the hundreds of millions strapping on their poor kids. Let's look at the article here. This is an article from the National File. The pathogenic bacteria found on the masks cause such illnesses as pathogenic pneumonia, bloodstream infections, meningitis, urinary tract infections, strep throat, tuberculosis, life-threatening pneumonia. This was all found in kids wearing masks. It's found in their masks. Legionnaire's disease and others. Obnoxious public health officials have pontificated about safety of face masks and lectured us ad nauseum about the selfishness of refusing to wear one. But a rebellious group of Florida parents decided to question the narrative and find out for themselves. So that's what's inside the masks. Great job, everybody who has caved to mask wearing. Fantastic job. Your kids can breathe in pneumonia, bloodstream infections, meningitis, tuberculosis, urinary tract infections, and strep, life-threatening pneumonia, sepsis, and Legionnaire's disease. Great job on the mask wearing, everybody. Great job. Put up the last one there, Federalist, for me. There you go. But what's the teacher's response? Teacher's response in California is California Teachers Union team up with Democrats to mask students. There we go again. What science are they following? And this is why this happened. Put up Corey uh, DeAngelis tweet for me. There you go. Public schools lost 1.3 million students this year. There we go. And let me just show you this video before we go from Dave Rubin. This is when you try to enter an Ace Hardware. I'm trying to remember. Go to Dave Rubin tweet. There you go. Guy tries to enter Ace Hardware without a mask. Employee isn't having any of it. This is the insanity. When you preach bold-faced lies to people, this is the type of behavior that it causes. Play it for me. Hey, don't get you're not coming in this place. You guys got volume? Put volume up. These are the employees at Ace Hardware in fucking Seattle. What a fucking punk bitch. Profanity warning. Look at this shit. What the fuck, man? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. <laughs> there you go. Love you all. God bless you. Be back here Saturday night. 10.30 on multiple places, including CTN on TV. Love you all. Seriously, thank you for joining me. Be back Saturday, 10.30. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again. Listen, 
There's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here. But the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead. This church scares them, but they'd rather have scared than dead. God's in control. No, he's not. You are. You implement the word of God or you don't. God's in charge once you're dead. You're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground, recapturing territory, or never surrendering territory to begin with. That is the hope of America. We are so excited about our new online apparel store. Find more styles and colors on our website. Get your foundation apparel today at store.foundationchurchfl.com.